0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Through Nick and Thin. The podcast where we watch every Nicolas Cage movie in chronological order so that you don't have to. I'm your host. My name is Steve. Joining me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Hannah. Hannah, how are you doing this week?
1: doing well we just started watching a really trashy reality show Such called trash. are you the one
0: I'm not super into it
1: I'm more into it than Steve is so far oh, sometimes so sometimes we're into this kind of stuff and then sometimes we're not yeah fully in it um this doesn't seem like one we're going to be fully in. Because none of the contestants have any seemingly redeemable qualities.
0: No. It's one of those, let's put 20 sexy people together and see if they can find love. Ha, 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 It's one of those. They, There's a million they of those. They can't. They can't. They won't. <laughs> they won't.
1: But god damn it, they'll
0: try. <laughs> no. <laughs> those crazy kids. <laughs> They're just out there with hopes and dreams. No, look, normally... What I would say to that as a segue is we need to watch that as a palate cleanser from a horrible Nick Cage movie that we watched. But actually this week, I didn't really think it was that bad. I thought this movie was pretty good. It was a Lifetime movie. Yeah, like Lifetime, maybe Hallmark, but more Lifetime for oh, sure. Lifetime. Yeah.
1: Too much nudity for Hallmark. Oh, that's
0: true. There's nudity and there's murder. Mm, mm. Scandal. It's, it's called Inconceivable, as you can tell in the title, and it's one of those wealthy family hires a sexy nanny who turns out they hired more than they bargained for because she's got some dark secrets there's a lot of movies like those out there i think you know what i'm talking about when i explain a movie like that and of course i wish that Nicolas cage was the sexy nanny but he <laughs> unfortunately plays the the father figure in this
1: it is movie. a disappointment isn't it it
0: really is. i mean how amazing would i would that
1: love be? for nicholas cage to be the surrogate mother right in this film
0: right or like a like a, a sperm donor with sexy secrets yeah yeah let's but, make
1: that nick cage movie happen right <laughs> inconceivable part two
0: yeah yeah i i oh inconceivable part two i love it thanks hmm. all right i'm gonna start it wasn't sc- very
1: creative <laughs> i'm gonna start no i just
0: love the idea not the title <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm gonna start the uh screenplay while you go over the facts and figures and numbers and background information on this movie as we get started every all right, time on ready? this ready yeah, you
1: please. start the screenplay and i'll i'll start talking okay quick, ready quick, quick, set quick. go <laughs> Quick, quick, (laughs) quick!
0: Scene one, Act one, Scene one. We see a brooding Nicolas Cage on a a glowing field of sunshine and daisies.
1: He kind of, he kind of. I
0: don't want to give anything away, but yes, he does do that at Mm -hmm.
1: one point. Lovely. Okay, inconceivable. Notice how conceive is in the title.
0: Yeah, because she's not just a nanny; she's also a surrogate and the the woman with the 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 sexy secrets. Yeah.
1: All that. Anyway, this movie came out in 2017, much like seven other movies that we've already yeah, seen. Yeah, I think there's five. <laughs> have this to year. still see.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, I asked. I I asked Steve right before this how many more we have left because I have two like life events mm. or behind the scenes Nick Cage information that's not related to any specific movie okay. that happened in 2017 that I want to make sure I cover, mm. but. I have enough here that I don't think I'm going to need to pad it with that information. And I have three more movies of 2017 sure. to still share that. So just remind me, I guess, when we get to the last one, if I haven't shared okay. any of these things yet, then I can, I can throw it into maybe one of the next three that we may not have that much information for
0: sure i know that um, mom and
1: dad i think will be fine
0: yes yeah so ma- next week not to to spoil the end of this podcast we usually wrap up with what we're going to talk about next week but it's a movie called mom and dad and i'm actually really looking forward to it it's that's
1: next week already
0: i yeah that's next oh, week Oh, super exciting uh it goes mom and dad then the humanity bureau then dark just a movie named dark i don't know anything I'm about, about feeling, the latter I'm two feeling
1: dark will uh, be the one where
0: <laughs> where you <laughs> I need don't to have much pat it with some
1: about. information yeah all right, cool. this movie has a 5.2 out of 10 and a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is completely fair for a Lifetime movie.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it deserves a little bit more on Rotten Tomatoes. No,
1: I think that that's what it I gets.
0: I think a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes would be fair. I, I don't think 30% no. is fair.
1: Maybe 40. I'll give it 40. I think, I'm not giving it 50.
0: All right, we'll meet in the middle at 40. <laughs> that's fair.
1: <laughs> it had a budget of $12.8 million. That's Which a is a lot for a Lifetime movie. <laughs> this a wasn't a Lifetime movie. I keep no, calling no, no. it one. Um, it made $218,179. Wow. And I always like to say that when they have to add the single digit dollars in that last decimal place, you know that um, they're really reaching for every penny.
0: Yeah. We almost made $218,710 or whatever you said. Like like you can round it up to the nearest 10. Oh, yeah. You know.
1: 179. Like they couldn't round that up to 180.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> We we made almost 180. We made almost. It was a dollar. <laughs> Come on, give us give us the budget for inconceivable too.
1: So I have a feeling that the budget was so high because the cast is it's relatively padded. I would say with yeah. with some with some star power. So we obviously have Nicolas Cage. Hmm. We have Gina Gershon, who 20 years ago, well, now it would be 26 years ago, mm-hmm. but um, 20 years ago in 2017. And uh, Nick Cage. That that was bad math. Anyway, <laughs> 24 yeah, twenty years <laughs> 2017 four, four years ago, twenty seventeen was four years ago. ago. Um, nineteen ninety seven. Okay, he he made Face Off, and Gina Gershon played uh, Caster Troy's girlfriend.
0: Oh, was that her? That
1: was her. So that was the last time that they were in a movie together. Huh. And I read an interview um, mm-hmm. that Gina gave. And she said that it's been 20 years since Face Off um, and both she and Nick Cage joke that this, um, the characters that they're playing in Inconceivable are some of the more normal characters that they've ever played in their careers.
0: Yeah, they're pretty standard characters. And and honestly, you know, a lot of times we've sort of knocked Nicolas Cage and whoever the the commensurate female lead is Mm -hmm. for having zero chemistry on set. But I thought that they had pretty good good chemistry in this movie. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're both professionals, so I'd, I'd well, hope I that mean, they
0: would. Yeah, Nick, Nicolas Cage is a professional, but we've seen time and time again that sometimes he doesn't have chemistry with someone. It's true.
1: No, they had good chemistry. Yeah. And then she said, God bless Nick. Someone once asked him, <laughs> why the hell are you doing this movie? And mm-hmm. Nick said, I'm just happy to support two strong females in two strong female roles. I think it's very important. That's nice. So Nick's a
0: feminist. That's great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nick's a real feminist. Yeah. Super exciting.
0: Not that I expect that, and not that I don't expect that, but I am still a little surprised. I'm, I'm too. not surprised. I'm like, ha- I guess what I should say is I'm happy to hear him say that. Oh, of course. Yeah.
1: He's a real mensch.
0: A real mensch. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks.
1: <laughs> We've really changed our tune on Nick Angel. We We
0: truly have.
1: <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, another big name in this movie is... Faye Dunaway.
0: Faye Dunaway. I could not think of what her name Um, was.
1: She plays Nick Cage's mom. And yes. a fun fact, yep. she broke her leg a day before filming. So if you think back on the movie, you She's don't see standing. her standing up.
0: She's never standing. <laughs> she
1: is sitting down the whole time. The director made some changes to, I guess, the blocking and the mm. script in order to facilitate that for her.
0: I didn't even notice, though, no, to be honest. No, I, either. I, I mean, When often? I read
1: that, I was like, oh, yeah, she was sitting every time.
0: <laughs> how often do you go like, hmm, that character never stood? <laughs>
1: no, I, I, that's not something I typically pay attention to. right. Right. <laughs> And then another actor in this movie is Nikki Whelan. She was in Doggy Dog, and she was in Left Behind. Most notably notably in Left Behind. Um, She played the flight attendant that Nick Cage had a little fling with. The
0: busty flight attendant. (laughs) <laughs> the the flight attendant who is wearing their flight attendant uniform that is like from a halloween store absolutely it's insane it's like the
1: shortest skirt you've ever seen but what a
0: 180 to go from left behind to this for nikki wheel well, i
1: mean she was in doggy dog in between
0: <laughs> i don't remember what she was in i don't either she
1: may have been like one of the dates like at the casino
0: yeah she could have just been like had like a these pretzels are making me thirsty kind of line yeah
1: And then, I mean, I'm sure she's been in other things outside of Nick Cage movies. We just only know her from Nick Cage
0: movies because that's all we watch anymore. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah. That in trash TV, apparently. That in trash
1: TV. Um, Nikki Whelan was not originally supposed to play this character. Oh, no. No, a very famous actor by the name of Lindsay Lohan was supposed to play this character. Oh. <laughs> and she was originally set to star and produce this movie. Oh. She even announced at a Sundance music festival that starting in March, so if like Sundance was in January, she said, in March, I'm going to be in this movie. Um, uh. Everyone should come and see it. And... Um, the director Jonathan Baker had to tweet, "Lindsay Lohan, I fought for her to the very end, but the studio has the final say, and they just didn't want to go in that direction."
0: Thank God for the studio. Thank God for the studio, because I don't think that Lindsay Lohan I with think her on board have... as a producer, I don't think it would have made it <laughs> better.
1: But I think it would have pulled. Like I think it may have made more money. Yeah, it would that, have pulled yeah. more interest.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. But yeah, because like know. the.
1: I don't know. I I like to think that the the generation that would want to watch a movie like this would probably be satiated by Gina Gershon being in it.
0: Oh, yeah. But I think okay. that they
1: could have pulled and then like anyone who likes Nick Cage might. If they saw that Nick Cage was in this movie, they might think, okay, well, it's a Lifetime movie, but if Nick Cage is in it, I'll watch it. Okay. But I I would think like no one is like Nikki Whelan's not a star. No, no. So no one's coming to this movie for Nikki. But I think that, you know, if you have the trifecta of Lindsay Lohan, Gina Gershon and Nick Cage pulling different, I guess, like generations and also just groups of people. Yeah. Perhaps it could have come together in in a beautiful marriage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Made some money. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I feel like 2017 Lindsay Lohan was not a drama. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you ever see, um, what was it, Liz and Dick?
0: I don't know. The answer's probably no. <sighs> it was rough. <laughs> so you mentioned that people will watch Nicolas Cage movies because Nicolas Cage is in it. And I that's mean, what yeah, we're doing.
1: That's what we're doing.
0: And that's what most of our Instagram followers do. So if you are one of the lucky <laughs> few who actually follow us on Instagram and listen to this podcast... You'll know that I think some people got really heated last week when I posted about how bad last week's movie was, Vengeance, A Love Story.
1: It wasn't because of Nick. Like, it wasn't. The movie, so I wanted to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. And if you listen to our podcast, you would know that. But I understand that some 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 people may have just seen the Instagram post, sure. may have seen the caption and been like, how dare you? You're a Nick Cage fan page.
0: Yeah. We're not a Nick Cage we're fan not.
1: page. <laughs> we're not. We're watching all these movies because we have to at this point.
0: Yeah we're Nicolas Cage completionists and we are fans of good Nicolas Cage movies and like every actor has been in bad movies it's it just happens
1: Nick just tends to be in a lot
0: he had to be in a lot to pay back the IRS (laughs) (laughs) and so we're going through all of them and I think we're giving pretty fair like analyses I think so too
1: and I would say especially in the last maybe 50 movies that we've seen we've been pretty favorable toward Nick
0: and we probably shouldn't have been. Looking back, there are so many movies that I could tell you the name of the, the of the movie and you'd go, I'm sorry, what was that movie again? You are
1: We already did that in March Madness and I <laughs> needed you to explain yeah. the plot of, I forget what movie, like six times for you, me, Rage. Like, yeah. I don't remember what that one was. The difference
0: between Rage and Stolen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And <laughs> literally, it. I struggled to remember at the last minute what last week's movie was called. Vengeance, <laughs> a Vengeance a Love, a Love Story. Story. It was
1: just straight up offensive.
0: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, go back and listen to Vengeance of Love Story <laughs> <laughs> to hear Hannah be offended by the movie. Go back to USS Indianapolis and to, to hear, hear me be offended, be offended by, by a movie. By movie. But we're not here to talk about those. We're here no, to, we're talk, here to about talk about Inconceivable.
1: Inconceivable and let's talk about the director, Jonathan Baker. Actually first, before mm. I get to Jonathan Baker, um there is another woman in this movie, like I would say the f- the fourth oh, female sure. lead. Yeah. Her name uh her character's name is Linda.
0: Yeah, she played Gina Gershon's physical trainer, and also she was Nikki Whelan's like girlfriend at one point.
1: Yes. So her name is Natalie Eva Marie, but mm. if you're a WWE fan,
0: oh. you might know her as Eva Marie. Oh. And she is a oh.
1: WWE star, and this was um her first, her acting debut. She wasn't bad. She was really good. Yeah. She was in really good shape.
0: Well, yeah, and they needed someone like that to play a physical trainer.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or an athletic yeah, she trainer. Did. She did yeah. play. Uh, a physical therapist or a trainer, a, or something. yeah, something like that. All right, on to J- this guy, Jonathan Baker. Mm-hmm. So he's also in this movie. He plays a really insignificant role, but he made an impression on us because we just knew that he was a bad actor. I'm very confused about him.
0: <laughs> okay, what he got?
1: Okay, on IMDb, he is known for Inconceivable, yeah, Entourage. Oh, but it just says Jonathan Baker. And then The Amazing Race. He was a contestant mm. on The Amazing Race. Whoa. And if you look at his IMDb credits, he has seven production credits, Inconceivable being one of them. He was a producer on this.
0: Okay.
1: Um, A few of them being like video shorts, nothing really big. Mm. And then two movies that are in post-production. So he hasn't made a ton of stuff. Okay. He's been an actor in six things, mm. um, but he played himself in a lot of them. In Entourage, he played himself. He played himself in The House Bunny. Do you remember that movie?
0: I do remember The House Bunny, but I don't remember him from that movie.
1: Yeah, and then he played himself in a TV show called Shark. So I'm like, well, who the fuck is this guy? And then you go down and you see that he has directed two things. It's Inconceivable and then something else that's in pre-production. And then under Self, he has 18 credits. And most of these credits are related to like like playboy mansion types of things he was on the girl next door he was in the kendra show he was in holly's world he was on an episode of keeping up with the kardashians and then he's been in like a bunch of celebrity poker tournaments
0: how is he a celebrity i don't know how did he get involved with hugh hefner I
1: i don't know
0: so famously what was the name of the show with Hugh Hefner and his three girlfriends, one of which being Kendra, one the of which... The girls next door. The girls next door. So one of which being Kendra and one of which being Holly. So they yeah. both had their own spin off shows spin-off with shows. one other. So and he, he was... must have been involved with them as himself. Yeah, he,
1: yeah, he is. And it, it, it says self, Victoria's family. And he had a wife, Victoria Fuller... And I looked her up, and she doesn't seem like she was a playmate, so I don't really know. And then there's another Victoria Fuller who was just on The Bachelor, so I don't think that that's (laughs) her. (laughs)
0: No.
1: Um. So I'm a little bit confused, and maybe I didn't do enough due diligence to like Mm -hmm. really dig deep into this. But you would expect like IMDb's little biography of him to explain why he's so involved with the Playboy brand, but it doesn't.
0: Yeah. You'd think somebody who is in celebrity poker tournaments and hanging out with Hugh Hefner and the Playboy and the Amazing Race. In the Amazing Race, like you would think he'd be a real deal celebrity, not just some guy who directed some low budget or or low income Nicolas Cage movie one time.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Um,
0: And played an unconvincing geneticist. We'll talk about that later.
1: (laughs) That's why it made an impact on you. Um, On IMDb, it tells you some famous quotes by these people. And I'll leave you with two of his Uh uh, personal quotes. Um, Life is by design.
0: Wow. (laughs) Impactful. I'm going to get that tattooed on my ankle.
1: And then he said, I can wave my hand and make the impossible happen.
0: Well, that's not true. Because he didn't make any money. (laughs) from this movie
1: but he didn't he didn't wave his hand
0: Oh, that's fair. We don't know whether or not he waved his hand. I,
1: I have to assume he didn't wave his hand for this movie.
0: That makes sense. Maybe
1: he waved his hand to get into the Playboy Mansion.
0: Well, this movie was certainly directed by somebody who had their hands tied behind their backs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even hire Lindsay Lohan like you wanted to. Yeah,
0: no, and I kind of again, I kind of knocked it, but this movie really wasn't that bad. No, it was fun. Yeah,
1: I, li- I mean, I like these types of movies. Yeah, it had some good twists they're and turns. Yeah, very. E- they're very mindless.
0: Sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know why I said it reminds me of a hallmark like a Christmas movie is that when you put on a life a series of lifetime movies, you sort of know how it's always going to. Uh, it's end. It's paint by numbers. It's paint by numbers. So like you can start one movie, go do the dishes, and like go grab dinner yep. and stuff like that, and then come back and it's a totally different movie, no, but you still I, get it.
1: I did not read the plot before, and I immediately knew when I saw her that. She was going to do exactly what she did.
0: Right. Yeah. You called it early. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's because I've seen a ton of these <laughs> movies.
0: Yeah. And in high like,
1: school, I used to watch these movies all the time.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And there's there's a charm to these. And there's oh they're great. And yeah. And it's the same with Christmas movies. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Is that like mm-hmm. you know they're formulaic, but there's a charm to that. I mean, that's why they usually make money. They make money <laughs> usually. They can crank those things out in like a day.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, production must have not been. It must have been short enough that the <laughs> Faye Dunaway's leg never healed. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not going to halt production. Oh, hey, guys, come on, Faye Dunaway broke her leg. So we're, we're going to come back to this in six to eight months because she's like 70.
1: <laughs> and uh, with those quotes, life is by design.
0: I can wave my hand. Make and, the
1: impossible happen.
0: And to make the impossible happen would be to accurately explain this movie to you. And it, and again, it's not because this movie's all over the place. But it's because there's so many twists and turns that do not include Nicolas Cage. Correct. So unfortunately, as we said, Nicolas Cage plays the father, plays the the sort of male leader. I mean, of of course
1: he's still first build, but Is he really? uh, Yeah.
0: Ugh, that's annoying. But
1: he's not the star of the story. No, this is
0: Gina Gershon's movie. Ugh, that's annoying. (laughs) You gotta hate the the patriarchy in, in Hollywood. But
1: Nick's a feminist, so
0: Well, he has to say that shit when he gets first (laughs) built. He probably made like double what Gina Gershon made, unfortunately. Damn it. So yeah, we're going to go through this movie, Nick Cage Scene by Nick Cage Scene. And Hannah, stop me along the way if I miss anything, because I'm sure I'm going to miss something. And for you listeners, if I miss anything, write in. Stop Stop us. Stop us. Stop
1: us. Just just yell.
0: (laughs) You start yelling. Start yelling. Profanities in your car. (laughs) on your way to work if you're listening to this on your way to work god bless you but so the movie opens up not on Nicolas cage but the first time we see Nicolas cage is he's going for a run in the park he's wearing a beautiful little beanie and we establish his we establish him and his family pretty quickly in the first scene at his house his wife is gina gershon they have a four-year-old daughter
1: and uh, they got money, money.
0: They got real money. They are huge mansion people. He rides a Harley Davidson to work where he's a doctor. Gina mm-hmm. Gershon's She's also a doctor. a doctor. They're like, hey, doctor. Hey, doctor. Give me a kiss, doctor. Hello, doctor. Like, it's sort of a playful I got to get my
1: PhD so we can start doing that to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I call you doc sometimes and you're like, don't call me
0: that. Yeah, I know. Exactly.
1: <laughs> if I had, please, if I had my doctorate in anything. Yeah. I'd I demand people be like, "Oh, Miss Martin, how are you?" I'd be like, "Doctor, Martin."
0: I'm just waiting for like to get in an argument with someone, where they go, "Excuse me, Mr. McKelly, you're overreacting." I know I said my last name. Damn it! (laughs) 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 I usually don't say my last name. You say
1: mine all the damn time. I
0: did not say yours today, Mm, Anna Martin. Cut all this
1: out. (laughs) Stay anonymous here.
0: <laughs> Stay anonymous. Go back five episodes where where I mentioned it. No, it was in the uh, Trapped in Paradise.
1: Oh, what an episode! I know, so memorable. Know.
0: That was a good one. So anyway, Nicholas Cage also mentioned something about a nurse with big boobs in this opening scene, and we started to chuckle right off the bat. Real, just good feel vibes. Good Nic- fun family Nicholas Cage comes back home from a long day of work to what only can be described as the fallout from a drunken mommy and me and <laughs> it's it's Gina Gershon Nikki Whelan and Eva Marie mm-hmm. is that her name WWE, star, WWE star who doesn't have a child so no, she's Mar-
1: the head of the mommy and me
0: class. A- it's not really well explained. Early. I,
1: but it is, and you couldn't, you couldn't grasp it. And I kept trying to explain it to you.
0: I don't understand because she's a physical trainer or yeah, an athletic. Yeah, so trainer. their
1: gym uh-huh. has a mommy and me program.
0: Oh, so if you
1: belong to the gym and you need your kid to have some type of like while you work out, you need to put your kids somewhere. So they'll take they'll it's daycare at the gym, mm-hmm. and then because they have like.
0: Money, this money. clientele
1: uh-huh. then the gym i i suppose figured out oh what we can also do is run a program for like a mommy and me because we already have all these mm. clients who have young kids who bring them to our gym
0: that makes more sense
1: well yeah it, i i i didn't understand. i thought that it was very clear
0: i thought she like used to work at a gym and that's where they knew and then she like I don't know. quit working at the gym to start a mommy and me maybe
1: you like looked down for a second and missed it
0: yeah, maybe I did because I was taking furious notes. Yeah. I actually took less notes this movie than I usually <laughs> Nick do. Wasn't Nick wasn't even in that scene. <laughs> Nick wasn't it wasn't even in that scene. That's why I didn't take notes and I don't recall.
1: That's okay. Yeah. So that's like, that's how they know each other. Okay. And then Nikki Whelan is new to the community. Yes. And she, I guess, goes to this gym, sign up for the Mommy Me program. And then that's how Nikki Whelan, Gina Gershon met. And then Eve, oh, D- D- WWE star Eva Marie came through and said, Oh my God, you guys met. I knew you'd be friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And so they all have a play date and a wine date. The three of them drink wine and fall asleep, Mm -hmm. cuddled under the same blanket on the couch. When Nick, it looks
1: pretty fun, actually. Yeah, I kind of miss that.
0: You miss that with your little four year old. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So Nick Cage and Gina Gershon wake up to their to the sound of their child screaming, but really it's just screams of joy because Nikki Whelan stayed the night and actually was nice enough to make eggs and pancakes for the kids and oh my god she's so great we're all getting along so well then they have a picnic out back and so we're establishing that time passes because we see them having a picnic out back over several different holidays Mm -hmm. and the first is memes i wouldn't call it a
1: picnic because they're at a a barbecue
0: i guess yeah it's
1: important to establish that they're they're at a table though because because
0: (laughs) what's her name broke her (laughs) leg yeah Yeah. (laughs) Faye Dunaway broke her leg. Yes, yep. of course. It is important to establish that she's not. Ju- she doesn't just have a cast under a picnic blanket. It's it's under a wooden the green table. screen. Yeah, they could, they green screened it out. That's where the budget went. It was twelve million dollars for this freaking movie that could have been shot for like a hundred thousand
1: if they just covered it of the green screen for her leg.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> Pretty stupid,
1: especially because like her character doesn't need to have a leg no like a working
0: yeah no no it's that kind of adaptability that that really gets the attention of hugh hefner you know (laughs) playboy (laughs) icon hugh hefner
1: didn't he die in 2016
0: i don't know probably
1: i think he was one of the (laughs) oh is he one of
0: the 2016 um celebrities (laughs) yeah so many people died in 2016 unfortunately perhaps yeah the maybe worst maybe year Jonathan in our, in made this to
1: honor you, Hefner. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, how? What? What are we even talking about? <laughs> this
1: movie came out a year after he died. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> maybe he may have died last year. I don't know.
0: Fuck if I know. So, anyhow, Gina Gershon eventually reveals to Nikki Whelan that Gina Gershon has had several miscarriages in her past and. Nicholas Cage wants a large family, but Gina Gershon feels a little conflicted because she can't provide that for him. Mm-hmm. So at, there's a, a fairly pivotal scene where all four of these people are walking together, Nicholas Cage, Gina Gershon, Eva Marie, and Nikki Whelan. And Nikki Whelan's like, hey, listen, I'm moving away to Colorado. And they say, no, stay, we'll hire you as our natty. And that's where essentially, like I said, we're off and running like the oh, you've been such a good friend. You've been taking care of the kids. You made her eggs at right. one time. Just stay, live in our guest house. Don't worry about yeah, money. Yeah, remember they have money, so yeah. they have a guest house. Um,
1: yeah. I think that we need to take a step back and talk about Nikki Whelan's past real quick.
0: Nikki Whelan's past. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, I said the movie doesn't open on Nicolas Cage. It opens on Nikki Whelan, but it's a little ambiguous in the beginning. Because you don't
1: know who it is.
0: Yeah, so Nikki Whelan, the very first scene you see her grabbing her baby, And, like, trying to escape, Mm -hmm. but... And
1: she has uh, brown hair and brown eyes.
0: Yeah, and then throughout most of the movie, she has blonde hair and blue eyes. So we're like, who is that? Is that Nikki Wheeler? I'm not really sure. But, so, we see, like, the man of the household, presumably, come home and start chasing her and the baby down, and he grabs her by the throat, and he's like, you're not leaving me with that baby. And she stabs him. We're like, oh, wow, she got out of this abusive relationship. So I'll sort of spoil it, I guess, to a degree, but what we find out is that she's got these dark secrets in her past because she was pretending to be their nanny in a previous house and that man was rightfully saying don't leave here with my baby because you're a crazy person they know her as a crazy person Mm -hmm.
1: it wasn't her baby it wasn't her baby it was biologically her baby because she is an egg donor
0: so she worked at the place where she donated her eggs and she conveniently was As only artist. able to, <laughs> she was conveniently only able to donate three eggs. Yeah. So she tracked, I guess, the first one down. Yep. Because she worked there and was able to find the family, work her way into the family so that she could steal the baby because that's her baby. That's how right. she sees it.
1: So because she had the records of her other two eggs, she was able to track down where they were going.
0: Nicolas Cage and Gina Gershon. Yep. Which is because gina gershon says i had miscarriages so we had to get an egg donor and nikki whelan's like oh my god i'm so sorry to hear that like and but they it was a like
1: confirmation really... for her yeah she was like yep this is them
0: yeah and they have this heart-to-heart between the two of them mm-hmm. but really deep down inside and the old noodle <laughs> nikki whelan's like i'm taking that fucking kid yeah because now it's been four years and so there's both of the girls are four-year-olds right so there is another pretty interesting scene where again we're seeing time pass so it was memorial day
1: memes (laughs) and And now it's fourth of july and now it's
0: fourth of july and Nicolas cage wants to try again for another baby but gina gershon's not really feeling it so he sort of gets up he fixes himself a drink and he goes out to his patio he's watching the fireworks and nikki Whelan comes out of her guest house skinny dipping in the Mm -hmm. pool totally topless in the buff well not in the buff because she is wearing yeah,
1: she had underwear on
0: yeah there's another scene later she's like
1: always swimming in underwear she's swimming
0: in underwear i don't, it's it's like, like, I don't think this a girl suit. owns
1: a bathing suit. <laughs> yeah
0: kind of weird anyway nick cage doesn't do anything i kind of thought like oh maybe like these two are gonna hook up, up. In here. man but no yeah no. so so yeah so the other scene where she's just wearing her underwear in the water is where nikki whelan and eva marie have started dating they go for now this time it's a real picnic on the beach and eva marie like i'm gonna go for a swim and nikki whelan comes back or no no before all that yeah, even has, marie says he tells her guess what nick cage and, and gina gershon asked me to be a surrogate they want to try again they have one more egg from the previous owner the previous donor, donor.
1: so that it would be in the like this the biological sister or brother of the yeah. little girl that they have
0: yeah and they want me this super in shape longtime friend of theirs to be the to be the surrogate and i yeah. said yes of course and they're like oh that's great she goes out for a swim Nikki Whelan takes off all of her clothes and goes into it is egg, in her underwear and goes into the lake or the ocean wherever they are. And it's just like and tells her the whole story about how that's those are my ovaries. That's my kid. Not my ovaries. My eggs. My eggs. <laughs> those, those are my kids. And she just clobbers her over the head with a, like a uh, a buoy or something. No, a dumbbell or something oh. like because she was working out on oh, the yeah, beach yeah. and just sit, sticks her underwater and drowns, drowns her. And we're like, holy fucking shit. That's crazy. So now, who's going to be the surrogate? Nikki Whelan is going to be the surrogate after everything is like passes, you know, passes by, everybody gets over everything. Yep. Nikki Whelan's the surrogate. So like I said, lots of twists and turns. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm saying the words Nikki Whelan more than Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a Nick in there, but it's the wrong Nick.
0: Yes, exactly. So as Nikki Whelan is pregnant, Gina Gershon, really mostly Gina Gershon, a little bit of Faye Dunaway as well everybody's getting real sus of everyone everybody's suspect of like what are you doing there's a lot of moments where nikki whelan's like calling both of the girls their her daughters yeah, and the daughters says, are calling come, her come mom. to mommy <laughs> yeah and it's like that's my kid you know what, yeah, what are you doing You're a
1: nanny we're paying you to be here mm-hmm. you're just living in our guest house you're carrying my child like know your place
0: yeah yeah exactly it's yeah yeah it's my house exactly so, there is a great line where Gina Gershon's doing research on Nikki Whelan, trying to figure out, you know, like where she's from and all that and all that shit, and and so she falls asleep on a on an armchair, and Nick Cage wakes her up and has a In, great like line. the most like
1: aggressive way.
0: Yeah, he's like, it's like, why aren't you sleeping on the bed? What are you doing? <laughs> why are you there? What are you doing? But it's that quickly. It's why aren't you sleeping on the bed? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so then, Nicholas Cage, the next time we see him. He has a big surprise for his wife. And he goes, hey, mom's upstairs. Nikki Whelan's upstairs. I have a big surprise for you. And Gina Gershon, and they go up, and he goes, surprise. And they, like, painted the name of the son that they're going to have together. They never agreed on. And she was like, we were between three names. You just picked the name Gabriel? Like, that's not okay. It's super weird. And then Nick Cage starts yelling back at her because Gina Gershon's like, this is all nikki whelan's fault i can't believe like she's going a little crazy also gina gershon has addiction issues in the past
1: addiction issues
0: yeah is that what i said
1: i don't know what did i say i couldn't really tell if you did it sounded like addition issues yeah she can't add
0: (laughs) she's so bad at adding (laughs) So (laughs) I
1: I figured I would clarify, but Uh it also may have been addiction issues. So in post, you'll figure it out. I'll figure it out in post. your problem now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In school, they were like, do PEMDAS, but she just couldn't. She was like, she couldn't do that. She could could do PEMDAS. She got,
1: yeah, she got to the division and And
0: choked. (laughs) Choked. But she still somehow became a doctor. So I don't know how that happened. So because... Nick, uh, because gina gershon's acting a little crazy nick cage is suspect that gina gershon's using uh, again yeah on and s- on something and so nick cage says enough is enough
1: yeah i'm gonna need a pee test from you
0: so then there's this mind-blowing scene <laughs> where nicholas cage and nikki whelan are in the car together <laughs> with gina gershon's urine sample
1: <laughs> nikki just like cradling
0: it and they're just holding it as they go to the lab
1: why are they together why is it
0: why are the two of them <laughs> Why going? is this
1: something that they need to do as a couple <laughs>
0: also when they test urine samples you have to test that it's like the right urine so it has to be the right temperature like yeah it has to be you fresh. Have to do it
1: like immediately yeah
0: they didn't go to like a quest diagnostics they went to like a college campus because there's a <laughs> there's one of those emergency pillars that you see on college campuses where yeah, you press yeah, the button yeah like i don't like it was a it was a nice backdrop i guess i mean it could have been a hospital but then they also we don't see them go into the lab and, like, you know, there's no interaction where... Like, I think it was just an excuse to get these two characters talking to each other because they said something. I, I don't really remember what it was, but I was just so mind-blown that these two would decide to go the, to the lab together without Gina I think it was just like
1: Jonathan Baker's way of, of just getting Nick into more scenes.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. And
1: into more scenes with Nikki Whelan. Yeah. To make the audience think, like, oh, are these two going to get together?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, eventually... <laughs> Gina Gershon, you know, a lot of this calms down. Gina Gershon sort of apologizes to Nikki Whelan. Sorry, I'm I'm acting crazy. Um, oh, let me see. Tonight, did, did I miss it? Oh yeah. So when Gina Gershon freaks out and the cage thinks he's using, he's like, she's using. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. He's like, uh, you know, you may have hurt the baby by yelling at Nikki Whelan, and if you hurt the baby. She's legally allowed to keep it. (laughs) What? And I kind of look at each other like, wait, is that how that works? No, right?
1: No, there's no legality to like you yelling at somebody. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, I think like, well, I don't even know. I guess if, if, if Gina Gershon attacked her and like stabbed her or something, then maybe Nikki could press charges and say like she's not a fit mother I should just keep this baby, but I don't even know if she would have custody to it. It would probably be Nicholas Cage who would yeah. still have cu- They signed paperwork. Absolutely. Yeah, that made no sense. I don't know why a- that. <laughs> I don't know why that was said.
0: So, it goes from that then to the lab and then to probably the uh, best scene. I would say I, the most uh, the the most pivotal, the climactic scene of the movie where just before all oh, of this I happens. It
1: was the scene where Nick's outside.
0: Or Nick's outside. Oh, 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 no, that's not until the very end. My bad. No, 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 that's fine. But no, so just before all of this is about I thought to
1: happen. You were, I thought you were calling that the, the pivotal climactic scene.
0: Well, that's climactic from our perspective, yeah, but us. not from the movie's no, perspective. No, no, no. And we'll talk about what it, that means.
1: It didn't further the plot at all.
0: No, we'll talk about what that means in a moment. Sorry. But, but no, so right before all of this is about okay. to happen, <laughs> Nikki Whelan throws some drugs in gina gershon's like morning, morning juice. juice or milkshake not milkshake <laughs> <Smoothie>. <laughs> <laughs> wake up and smell the milkshake mm. right, start i mean what a move with a what a power move piping cold <laughs> cup of milkshake
1: <laughs> i mean smoothies are cold
0: <laughs> smoothies are basically milkshakes i feel like every once in a while there's a story about some sort of service. Like, we survey nutritionists and they say that you should have this for breakfast. Like, coffee's good for you. Coffee's <laughs> bad for you. Shake. Egg's good for you. Milkshake is never
1: me. on that list. I'm
0: pretty sure one of those stories I heard that a scoop of ice cream is the most appropriate food for <laughs> breakfast. I'll have to look into it and get back to you. But nobody knows the right thing to have for breakfast.
1: There is, there is a diet called like the military diet or something where you sh- yeah. you're supposed to eat like a scoop of vanilla ice cream for dessert oh for dessert yeah
0: yeah, yeah. My, uh, my roommate did that for a little while oh it's so ridiculous it's it's like a cup of tuna <laughs> yeah coffee yeah a, a, a plain a can
1: of tuna half a grapefruit yeah. a piece of toast yeah and then like a scoop of vanilla ice cream
0: yeah it's like it's the military yeah 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 it's it's about building discipline and shit so anyway gina Gershon's drinking her milkshake <laughs> that is now drug-laden and she's going into work again she's a doctor and she's remember very suspect of uh Nikki Whelan.
1: So she takes Nikki Whelan's cup mm-hmm. and her daughter's, daughter's cup, cup, I presume, um, puts them into plastic bags, throws them into her purse, and shows up to I guess the lab,
0: the genetics core of this of this hospital, hospital.
1: that she works at. And who does she run into there?
0: But um, director Jonathan Baker. <laughs> and when we saw this guy, I said who is this horrid actor because everybody else does a pretty good performance in this movie there is one scene with gina gershon and nikki Whelan, where i just feel like they couldn't really get the emotion that they were that they were trying (laughs) right next to the mic right next to the mic you're gonna do that you done i feel like we're just rambling (laughs) i guess that's what podcasting is (laughs) so anyway they thought that there was a a problem with the baby earlier in the movie so gina gershon takes nikki Whelan to the doctor where they have to do some poking and prodding which is very painful and that brings up moments of her past i'm not a woman so i don't know so that brings up these emotions of her past and she starts screaming like no you're gonna hurt the baby you're gonna hurt the baby and her screaming that was just not believable. It was really terrible. It was rough. But the rest of the movie, I thought the yeah. actors were pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. Except Jonathan Baker at no, this genetics facility. He sucks. <laughs> he's like, hi, Gina. How are you? I will do these samples for you today.
1: Might take a while to get back.
0: And like, he's standing way too close to people <laughs> and just, it's, he's blocking his One bed. moment, please. Yeah, it's bad. It's all just bad. Are we good for lunch today? How about next week? You got it, Gina. That's not her name. I don't remember her character's name. doesn't matter. Mm -mm. Angela. Angie. Angie. So, because Gina Gershon is drugged, she decides to go home, but she's driving and she's like, I got to pull it. She pulls over, falls asleep for several hours, they show. Mm -hmm. Gets home to a big surprise. It's a big surprise party for... For her the baby shower gender
1: reveal or baby shower whatever it was a
0: baby shower okay. so i think i might just have to play the scene let the scene play out because this is where we get the most nicholas cage screaming yeah surprise what is this it's, it's it's the baby shower it's your shower oh let me guess this was her idea let's listen, listen look look angela come on look katie spent the whole night Putting this together, she wanted to be perfect. She wanted you to feel special. Really? Yeah. Is that how you wanted me to feel? Special. Angela, look. Special. What are you doing?
1: She's trying to kill me. (laughs) Oh, oh God. She's drugged me. You tell him what you did right now, and you will not spend the rest of your life in jail. Tell him right now. Stop. She's Cora's biological mother, and Gabriel's too. What the hell are you talking Katie about? Katie is our donor. Okay, she's our stop. donor. She's trying to edge me. You are an of addict. Listen, you are an addict. Look at, look at this okay, picture. Okay, right. That is her. Okay, that everybody, is you her guy. Go everybody, Katie. You, okay, you, you tell me you're that's cheating right. on me because you cheated, and you say we're gonna no, take questions. No, anymore. Help! Help! Come out, we gotta go. Everybody out. Party's over. Party's over.
0: Damn it! I think the clear. Damn it at the end, is probably the best of those. Mm-hmm. I do like... I like to. you cheated on me. Yeah, you cheated on... Well, he was saying because you started using drugs, that's like cheating on me. Like that's the cheating in the relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So so,
1: so many metaphors.
0: So just after all that, Nick Cage, he, as you likely heard, he lets everybody... He, he's like, everybody out, everybody leave. My wife's using again, blah, blah, blah. And so Gina Gershon and Nikki Whelan have a big argument in... The kitchen of their beautiful, beautiful home, Goodness with gracious. a giant refrigerator. My God, this refrigerator! I'd kill for something like that. I know. Anyway, so we Nikki can not even
1: fill up our fridge. Though. That's true.
0: That's true. I'd love to fill it up, but like with cooked food. Yeah, <laughs> that will never go bad. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So Nikki Whelan is intimidating, and she's laying it all out. She's admitting to everything. Gina Gershon's feeling like her back's against the wall. Grabs a knife. Nikki Whelan, with her big, almost nine-month pregnant belly, pushes her own belly into the knife. Then, grabs To try to it.
1: frame Gina Gershon.
0: Exactly. Then grabs the knife and stabs Gina Gershon herself.
1: Uh, bef- but before that, she knocks her head on the counter. Oh, my God, And, yeah. like, bashes fi- her own face in.
0: Yeah, she fight clubs it. She starts beating herself up.
1: Yeah. And calls. I've never seen fight clubs. <laughs> Damn it.
0: I, I just <laughs> gave it away. Sorry. <laughs>
1: And then um, that was Nick Cage's scream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah damn it. Uh, and then
1: calls for Nick Cage to come in and he starts freaking out.
0: Yep. He gets to the hospital, rides in the ambulance with Gina Gershon to the hospital, and he gets there, runs into the poorly acting Jonathan Baker geneticist
1: who hands him a DNA test.
0: And he just, and even he goes, though. Oh, oh, shit. My wife was right all along. And he has some really weird interactions with Nikki Whelan. Like, she's like. He pretends like Gina Gershon's dead. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I had to for the baby." And she's like, "Will and you give me like, a yeah, hug?" Yeah,
1: I get it. You had to do what you had to do.
0: Yeah, but he's like, "You, it's he's again." I think Nick's actually doing a pretty good performance, no, I think especially so too. in this scene. Yeah, yeah. And so he, she like forces like a hug and a kiss on yeah, him. it was really weird. It was really awkward. And so Nick, after the after the baby is delivered, Nick Cage takes her to see the baby who's in the infirmary, and. She's just like, and he's like, "Take a good look, because you're never gonna get the chance again." See the baby. (laughs) So he he gets behind the glass of the infirmary. (laughs) He doesn't do a maniacal laugh we're okay. <laughs> Hannah bumped the mic. Anyway, it's no big deal. But so he doesn't do a maniacal laugh, but he's holding the baby in the infirmary and who comes into the infirmary right after him but Gina Gershon.
1: an alive, an alive Gina Gershon.
0: Who's not dead. They stare her down. Nikki Whelan's like crying and yelling screaming. screaming. She gets arrested by the cops.
1: And they lock her up.
0: They play the sad sappy music and you just see Nick Cage st- you see him again like you saw him in the beginning of the movies, going for a jog, and this time the sun's beaming down on him, and he just stops and he, he looks up at the sun and like He
1: sucks that vitamin D right on
0: in. <laughs> he sucks that vitamin <laughs> D right on in. <laughs> and he just has this beautiful little basking glow in the sunlight It's just
1: pure bliss. It really is what is. it is.
0: Then he goes into the, his bedroom where Gina Gershon's still asleep with their daughter, their new son, and Nikki Whelan's daughter who was actually somebody else's daughter Mm -hmm. and um then that's the movie they're i guess they're keeping all three of the kids
1: well yeah why not try and return that little girl
0: well because both of her parents are dead
1: oh true
0: true but you would think that little girl is the half daughter of or i'm sorry not the half daughter the you know the daughter of the guy yeah right of that previous relationship, so who is his next of kin? Right. That's who, or who's in his will? Yeah. That would get if he that has child. one. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, the so that's the girl movie
1: bonded with that's, Gina and Nick's daughter.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been like a year. The girls are best friends. They're sisters. They're half sisters. Maybe keep them together. Maybe they work something out. It's not explained. It's not important. No. But that's the movie. That's the film. So, any other closing thoughts, Han? What did you think? It
1: was more enjoyable than last week's.
0: That is for damn So my damn threshold
1: sure. is low. But <laughs> like I said, I mean, I like this trash, this type of trash um, in particular.
0: Hannah likes several different kinds of trash.
1: <laughs> I like garbage on a spectrum. Yeah. Um, this is a part of that spectrum.
0: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so would you like to do some Nicolas Cage awards? Would love to. Who is the best supporting actor? gina gershon Nikki i think gina-, gina gershon jonathan baker
1: i don't even want to joke about that
0: <laughs> okay gina, we'll gershon. Just go with gina, gershon. gina
1: gershon was great Very except good. for that one scene <laughs> everyone had one scene that they weren't good in
0: i don't know if there was a nick cage scene that i was like ugh. well we'll find out in a moment that's true that's true <laughs> uh best dressed he does wear that beanie in the beginning rides a motorcycle i don't know if you call yeah i like the
1: beanie okay. i haven't seen him in a beanie before
0: mm. <laughs> we may have but not as notable as that
1: yeah it was very it was very wool
0: <laughs> very it was very it looked wool. very warm it was very wool it was <laughs> it was
1: all wool no <laughs> other fabric was required
0: <laughs> uh so you alluded to it a second ago our next award is what is the worst Nicolas cage scene A lot of times you will ask me to write down like... No, I think I know what it was. What was it? It
1: was the scene where he and Nikki Whelan are taking the urine sample (laughs) to the hospital.
0: (laughs) And it's not his fault that that scene was bad, but that was just such a weird thing. So weird. Uh, The best Nicolas Cage scene. Mm. I mean, the surprise party. It's probably the surprise party. Or the hospital at the end.
1: Oh, he did act that really well. Yeah. I liked the hospital at the end.
0: You gonna give it to that one. Yeah, I'll give it to that. All right, it's climactic. Yeah, uh, the best scream then.
1: Best scream would be damn it, damn it.
0: <laughs> and then finally, the most nouveau shamanic moment. I feel. I like... mean, I
1: wouldn't qualify this typically mm-hmm. as an as nouveau shamanicism, shamanism, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna give it to the 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 glimpse into the sunlight. And mm. I say that because this movie is not about Nicolas Cage. So the fact that he has this, you know, full, like, moment of clarity doesn't make any sense because, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know if that's, like, because he chose to do that or what, but I'm just going to assume.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why those two scenes are not Gina Gershon going for buttons.
1: Right, right why is not nick
0: the sun should be shining on gina gershon
1: yeah but like i guess not the fact that there's the scene but just the face that he makes up at the sun
0: <laughs> just that beautiful almost reminiscent of con air when yeah he feels it is like, it, like, it is oh, it's yeah. very similar he doesn't have the same hair though no it's a much more normal hair yeah, i think it is yeah so darker yeah. so i think that's gonna do it wow and big question another for you one now. we did it where are we, we ranking, ranking
1: it I mean he's not particularly cagey, but no. I also didn't hate the movie, so right. maybe like the like three quarters through the list.
0: Three quarters. Let's go to we're not quite at a hundred. Let's say three quarters is like number sixty.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: Seeking justice.
1: Well,
0: that was <laughs> january jones gets all beat up so he oh yeah hires an underground group he's of people. at least
1: the lead in that so yeah what's after that one
0: below it yeah. is it could happen to you at number 61
1: mm, the cotton candy taco yeah it's just ch- way too sweet
0: and nice he's also
1: movie. the lead in that one mm-hmm. um keep
0: going this one might have a similar feel Zandali, he's really cagey in that movie though
1: he is really cagey in that keep going
0: okay okay <laughs> Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. No, keep going. All right. Season of the Witch.
1: Hmm. What's after that one?
0: City of Angels, where he's oh. not cagey.
1: Uh, yeah. Between between Season of the Witch and City of Angels. So
0: better than City of Angels.
1: I I enjoyed it more than I could see. Even though we see
0: his penis in City of Angels, we do
1: see the outline of his. (laughs) You see the silhouette. You see the silhouette of uh, of some Nick Cage schlong (laughs) in City of Angels.
0: Yeah, all right, I'm I'm cool with putting it there. I think it's around the right spot at least. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because after City of Angels, we start getting into like bringing out the dead and the runner and the ghost and those just aren't better. Yeah, I agree. Cool. So we'll put it in there. It's going to be in the low 60s, low to mid 60s. Pay the ghost. <laughs> and so <laughs> pay the ghost was crazy. So next week, as I already mentioned, we're watching Mom and Dad. And I do know a little I'm bit st- about it. We I, watched know, the trailer. I know
1: behind the scenes fact.
0: Oh, well, we watched this trailer like a year before we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And we were like, that's kind of interesting. But we weren't in the mood for that kind of movie. It's, it's a zombie movie where the kids have to sort of i don't know i don't know if they have to kill their parents or if they just have to escape their zombie parents of mom and and dad. And
1: then who's the mom salma hayek
0: i don't recall also didn't you say that this movie inconceivable took place in the future
1: yeah maybe i'm thinking of something else okay
0: there's probably a different movie coming up then yeah okay well i think that's gonna do it unless (laughs) you have anything else you'd like to add
1: no i think that does it for me too steve wonderful okay (laughs) well we're just going to need you to remember that we're always here for you <laughs> <laughs> through Nick and Thin.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.
1: Now, freak out.